Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about USOs at the speed of sound. That's correct, USOs at the speed of sounds. Now, as hard as it may be for some people to believe, these underwater submersible objects, basically underwater UFOs, have been spotted and apparently recorded traveling at the speed of sound. That's just uh, mind-blowing to me that something could go that fast underwater. Now, the first article that we're looking at comes to us from dailymail.co.uk. I'll go ahead and I'll post this on the Ko-Fi site. You can support the program there and buy me a coffee also. Uh, thanks for the people that do that and also over at Spotify. And while you're listening to the program, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe. doesn't cost anything. Now, the title says, Defense Specialist Encounters Unidentified Object Going Faster Than the Speed of Sound Underwater. While doing classified work on the Navy's USS Hampton submarine, goes on and says, Bob McGuire claims he encountered an unidentified submerged object. The scientist was conducting classified work on the Navy's USS Hampton. He wasn't told to keep it quiet and said he was blowing this wide open, quote unquote. Now, this is written by Stacy Libator, it says for Daily Mail, dated December 29th, 2023. I think Steve uh, Lado may have been the first one to uh, talk about this on his podcast. We'll get to that in a minute. It says, Satellites are searching for alien life on distant planets, but a scientist's strange encounter suggests we may look to t deeper into our world. Bob McGuire, a professor at Virginia Tech and with the Institute for Defense Analysis, was carrying out classified work on the USS Hampton submarine when you heard the sound of something whizzing by, an unidentified submerged object, or USO, was traveling through the water faster than the speed of sound, he has claimed. Such speeds underwater should have crushed the submarine, according to McGuire, but he said it was as if they were standing still. McGuire said he urged the naval team to report the encounter, but they determined it would hinder the mission. When I left there with the knowledge in my head, not having been told to be quiet, not having been told it was classified, it is mine to tell whoever I want. They blew it, McGuire said, noting he would not discuss the classified work done on the sub. The strange incident happened in the late 1990s, but McGuire recently came forward with the story on the YouTube channel, UAP Society, where he wanted to blow the whole thing wide open. The story has also resurfaced online sparking the attention of many people on social media who wonder what it was. McGuire has not shared what he was doing on the Navy submarine, the location and depth it was at due to the information being classified. We well, can imagine, you know, the submarine is a pretty secretive bunch. Uh, they're not going to tell you, you know, how deep those things can go even. The engagement lasted for just a second, he said. We were underway and all of a sudden I heard a sound. It is really strange and clear that something is whizzing by us, said McGuire. The Los Angeles Fast Track Submarine, USS Hampton, is assigned to Submarine Squadron 11 in San Diego, California. So you can imagine these guys are down in the water, maybe a couple hundred feet or something, we don't know. And this thing pops up on radar. He says he heard a sound and that this thing went whizzing by them. You're, you're in a submarine, I don't know what they travel, 20, 30, 40 knots, I don't know. And this thing's going past you at 600 miles an hour. It says, McGuire boarded the sub from an undisclosed location and snapped a picture before heading down into the depths of the sea. So he's got, you know, picture proof that he was there. 
The USS Hampton is limited by how fast it can travel due to the incompressibility of water in front of it. But the USO blew by the sub. So you have to remember, when they're moving through the water, you know, water can't compress. So they're having to push that water out of the way, which obviously slows down the uh, progress of the sub. It puts a limit on how fast you can go. But not this thing. It just blows through this wall of water like it's nothing. A person with knowledge of onboard systems who was likely monitoring the sonar tech is said to have announced that something just soared past the submarine faster than the speed of sound, McGuire said during the YouTube interview. Sound travels faster in water, about 3,300 miles per hour, because the liquid is about 1,000 times denser than air. Amazing. Now, I just said 600 mile an hour. I misspoke. They're saying here, sound travels faster in water, about 3,000 330 miles per hour. You know, we hear these stories about whales, how they can communicate with each other from miles and miles away, and also about uh, all of the disruption that man is doing to the environment underwater by the sound that these submarines make, uh, these these sounds that are emitted, you know, kind of in a defensive manner, doing scientific research, doing research for oil exploration, whatever it is, they're making a lot of noise down there. And we can see why it would why it would be so dangerous for these animals and so disturbing to them because sound traveling you know on land what at, at around 600 mile an hour, but they're telling us here in the water, 3,330 mile per hour. The only man-made object comparable would be Russia's Shevakal torpedo, but this can only hit speeds of 230 miles per hour. And the fastest sea animal is the sailfish, which can swim. 68 mile per hour. Pretty amazing when you think about that. Uh, just a biological creature, 68 mile an hour, it can swim through the water. Leto said that McGuire has extensive experience in the Navy and has done work with classified radio frequencies. Um, they didn't really do a very good job of crediting him here with this interview. He does a lot of really good stuff, I think. Goes on and says McGuire has also served as a high security clearance intelligence officer and has a PhD from Brown University. While the account is bizarre, McGuire's statements echo the 2021 video showing U.S. naval personnel having a close encounter with an unidentified flying object. The object was filmed by a camera aboard the USS Omaha as it sailed off the coast of San Diego in July 2019. Two unidentified crew members could be heard exclaiming, wow, it splashed after the ball made a controlled flight over the ocean, then splashed into the sea and disappeared underwater. They filmed the object making a controlled flight above the water for an extended period of time before it finally entered the ocean. Investigative filmmaker Jeremy Corbell showed the footage on Mystery Wire. Yeah, another one of these uh, clips that we're not 100% sure how they came in control of it, although it's very fun to watch. Now, there's another article uh, dealing with this guy here. So this next article is from HowAndWise.com. It says, scientist reveals two terrifying underwater UFO encounters on nuclear submarine during covert operations. Now, this is dated a year ago. Uh, 10-8-23 was the update on it. So a lot of times, you, I think these guys do these interviews and um, the journalists are just kind of, you know, looking around the internet trying to find a story. They have to come up with so many stories a day. And it's a quick way for them to, to put a few little accounts together. Uh, which is fine. This article says an unidentified object that was traveling under the ocean at a speed greater than the speed of sound 
came dangerously close to a nuclear submarine. This claim was made by a researcher who was working on a classified operation aboard the USS Hampton when he made the statement. For many years, Bob McGuire worked in clandestine intelligence. He disclosed two incidents about underwater UFOs or USOs that he saw while performing covert operations. This claim was made several months after a video had been made publicly by the United States military in which it appeared to show an unidentified flying object moving from the sky into the water in the year 2019. So that's what I will say about these, uh, the Tic Tac videos now that were released. And, you know, I've complained a lot about the fact that uh, uh, Tom DeLong's company got a hold of these sayings. Now they were, they were allegedly passed off in the Pentagon parking lot. We don't really have a clear chain of custody. But that being said, they do seem to have prompted a lot of people to come forward and tell their stories. They feel free to do that now. That seems like a good thing to me. Now, it says UFO researcher and former fighter pilot Chris Lado. I think I might have called him Steve sooner. His name's Chris. I've watched a lot of his YouTube stuff. Really, I think, insightful uh, podcaster. Heard the story from Bob McGuire, who said that the submarine passed at incredible speed while going deep and fast. In the late 1990s, McGuire stated that this encounter was corroborated by a member of the crew who was surprised by the speed of the unidentified submerged object known as the USO. 3,300 mile an hour. Yeah, I think surprised would be an understatement. We were underway and all of a sudden I hear the sound. It was really strange. It was moving so fast. I just cannot believe it because this submarine is limited in the speed it can go by the incompressibility of the water in front of it. And this thing flew by us like we were standing still. I'm not going to throw anybody else under the bus here, but I guarantee you the following. Then he goes on. He basically says that in his opinion, somebody there with knowledge of onboard systems came out and said, Hey, this thing is going faster than the speed of sound underwater but that's faster than the speed of sound in the air. Well, like we said, around 600 miles an hour in air, 3,300 miles an hour in water. Robert G. McGuire is a founder and technical advisor at Hawkeye 360. He serves as technical director of Federated Wireless Incorporated. Dr. McGuire is the director of research for the Ted and Karen Hume Center of National Security and Technology and research professor in the Bradley Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering at Virginia Tech. Wow, what a title. At Virginia Tech, he leads the overall execution of the center's research mission and leads the university's program development efforts in national security applications of wireless and space systems. His area of expertise is in radio frequency communications and digital signal processing. McGuire had another USO encounter that took place on the USS Blue Ridge in 2008 while it was in the midst of a violent typhoon. I wanted to look outside and see what I could see, and I was on a bridge, so I was right up there underneath the American flag looking out the windows when I noticed that even though we were in a typhoon and it was raining like mad, there was no rain hitting the ship. And I'm going, what the heck? And I looked at the window and looked up, and I could see a glow above us in the sky. It was not very bright, but I could see it. And whatever it was was blocking off the rain from the entire ship stem to stern man so what was this thing protecting the ship i mean or just observing it you have to wonder mcguire continued i believe i was on the port side 
And the reason I say that is because I took a peek outside and I could do that because I was leeward. In other words, the winds were from behind me and the bulkhead of the ship were blocking the winds so I could see up easily. So anyway, it suddenly grew brighter and took off straight up and the rain returned. Similar to McGuire's second encounter in 1991, USS Kirk FF-108 USO encounter took place off the west coast of South America. The witness stated that at that time, he was chief of operations and intelligence serving with serving aboard the Knox-class escort destroyer USS Kirk FF-1087 and that they were part of a drug interdiction force consisting of USS Kirk and three other Navy ships. Their main task was to patrol using a network of radars to track and then intercept drug planes flying out of Colombia, Panama, and Guatemala, as well as to seize any smuggling ships that they could find. It's got a picture here of a couple of these big ships, of the Kirk actually, pretty neat. The witness said that his primary position was at the CIC Combat Information Center, which he and 22 other specialists maintained 24 hours a day, seven days a week, rotating in two shifts of 11 people. At 2 a.m. on December 16th, he was on duty at CIC. The night was calm and nothing unusual happened. He said he used a break to go to the bridge. At this time, the entire ship was in a status called darkened ship when all external lights were turned off as well as on the bridge. That is, everything around was dimly lit only by instrument panels. His friend was on deck duty that night and they chatted when they had some free time. And suddenly, everything around them was lit up in the red color. All of a sudden, and out of nowhere, like a huge flash of a camera, emanating from starboard bow, sea level upward, was a huge flash of red glowing light, which lit up our entire ship. It only lit up our ship and not the surrounding ocean, just our ship. It happened so fast that the OOD, the navigator, and I were speechless for about five seconds, at which time I looked at the OOD and asked him if he just saw that light. He stated, yes, in a solemn voice. Well, here we go again with the light. Whatever these things are, they have control about how they emanate the light, how the light works, how we respond to it, how it seems to light up certain areas, how the light can actually just go out to a distance and stop, doesn't go out to an infinite point like normal light does really unusual things that do seem to violate the physics going on here, not with just with these things traveling at high speeds or traveling through typhoons, but how the light shines from them. The witness goes on and says, I then asked the navigator and he replied, yes, I then took the navigator's sound powered headset and asked the forward and aft lookouts if they had just seen the same red flash to which the forward looks out stated, yes, what the hell was that? After lookout said yes as well, I then immediately contacted CIC and asked the CIC officer if we had any aircraft or surface ships in our vicinity, to which he replied, clear as a whistle. I asked if he had any submarine activity in the area, to which he replied, no. At this time, I looked at the OOD and asked him if we should wake up the captain, or as we would call him, the old man. The OOD sat there stunned for a minute, as I, as I and everyone else did. What had just happened did not make any sense. The flash emanated from the sea, directly off the starboard valve, like it was touching our bow, and ascended upwardly so rapidly, creating the effect of the bright red flash. The other weird aspect of this event was that only our ship was lit up within the red flash, not the surrounding sea. 
but our vessel only. The OOD elected not to wake up the captain, and the entire incident was logged in our ship's log as unexplained phenomena. Up until this event, I did not believe in UFOs or USOs. I have no doubt that our ship, steaming along at 12 knots, came right up on a submerged, unidentifiable aircraft. I don't think the aircraft or USO had any idea we were sailing up to them. I think whatever it was took off in an unplanned and fast manner and wanted to quickly identify us, thus flash. In the end, after much deliberation, they decided not to wake the captain up, but simply to register it in the ship's log as unexplained phenomena. Many members of the United States Navy have reported fascinating sightings and videos showing UFOs entering water has even been made public. A video that was shot by the sailors of the USS Omaha in July of 2019 off the coast of San Diego is one of the pieces of evidence that are being put up to support this claim. A spherical object is seen soaring over the ship and then plunging into the ocean in a video that was shared by UFO researcher and investigator director Jeremy Corbell. During this time, a member of the crew can be heard saying, wow, it splashed. So you see, when this thing hits the water, it tells us that it's a solid object. It's not just uh, an optical illusion or uh, some kind of a light sphere. It's actually impacting the water. It says, uh, the video generated considerable interest online, and when Corbell revealed that a Navy submarine had been dispatched to look for the object without success, things got even more intriguing. It is interesting to note that around the same time, American submarines also spotted other mysterious anomalous objects that defied the laws of physics in the water nearby. The Navy has verified the authenticity of the video, but claims to have no explanations for its existence. And then it talks a little bit about Louis Elizondo. It says, uh, quoted as saying, imagine a technology that can do six to 700 G-forces, which can fly at 13,000 miles per hour, which can evade radar, which can fly through air and water, and eventually in the space. And oh, by the way, has no obvious signs of propulsion, no wings, no control surfaces, and yet still can defy the natural effects of Earth's gravity. This is precisely what we are seeing. Well, we know this, and even in spite of this, uh, the head of uh, AARO tells us that nothing to see here, nothing here violates the laws of physics. Remain calm and move along. Now, yeah, really cool story, I think. I like both these articles, actually. Uh, You're talking, you know, the first one they tell us about this fellow being on board a submarine and having a USO traveling by them at the speed of sound or faster, over 3,300 mile per hour. So how how something could go that fast underwater, beyond me, and how something could go that fast and pass a submarine without basically just, I don't know, maybe sinking that submarine from the wake it would produce is also amazing to me. These things are operating at a whole level of physics that we're not even aware of. And then I also thought it was pretty cool, these other stories talking about uh, these fellows being on the deck of that ship and just seeing this red light emerge out of the ocean. Uh, I think I've heard that story before, but it's something that um, other sailors have reported, you know, situations like that. And and just like they said with the, with the video that was released, this sphere plummeting out of the sky, uh, you know, at speeds up to 13,000 miles per hour, you know, just blowing into the ocean and then disappears under the water. Sometimes they come out of the water uh, fly through the sky and end up, you know, traveling off into, into outer space. 
I think this might be one of the most fascinating areas of the whole UFO phenomena is how these things can transmutate between water, sky, and, and outer space itself. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.